Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Control Group for an episode of The Cinders of Winter. A Game of Thrones-inspired system entitled A World of Fire and Ice by Andrew Medeiros. I'm your GM, or Grandmeister, Dennis Veray. I'm, I'm Marcus. Singer. I'm <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I'm Hadley Singer. I'm playing Rogvir the Red and Regal Sunswelter. I'm Marcus Strax. I pre- I pre- I'm Marcus Strax. I play Carla... <laughs> Carla Morbray. I'm Marcus Drax. I play Marla Corbray and Galvin Stone. I'm Nicholas Hodge. I'm playing Silas Oakhart and Thelius When we last left off, Marla Corbray had some harsh words after Robin Aaron's latest attempt to take her hand in marriage. Silas Oakhart had struck through Dwyer Harwell, leaving him injured. And Robin Aaron sent a tale. Actually, everyone sent a tale after the water dancing. We return back to the Dragon Pit Coliseum, where we see the tournament finale has begun. A referee comes out. All right, listen, everybody. His voice echoes throughout the Coliseum. These will be one-on-one fights until a victor is chosen. We don't mind bloodshed. We don't mind a few teeth being knocked around. But certainly, let's keep it civil. No death. As the referee walks off the field, the first two combatants take their stage. We see a large competitor standing much above the rest of them in gleaming gold armor. We see Brienne of Tarth. Across for her, we see another competitor in full armor, their visor already down. As they've been announced already, it is Will Forrester representing House Forrester, as there is a meek cheer from Roderick Forrester and his wife Elena Forrester from on the other side of the stands. They begin their bout clashing swords. Much in the way that Brianna Tarth has always fought, it isn't exactly clean. She knows when to grit down and take the best of her opponents. The bout turns dirty, as there's low blows, ankle shots, and even a headbutt coming from Brienne of Tarth. As the battle continues, we switch our perspective to the Sunswelter household in the stands, as Jaina and Regal are sitting and watching. Jaina's gonna lean over to you, Regal. I know... I know I ask a lot of you, Regal. And I'm sorry for that. It was my idea to have the Bank of Bravos fund this little adventure. But I wanted stakes in something bigger. And I always hoped you did too. Growing up, we heard all these stories of how savage the Westerosi would treat each other in attempts to take the Iron Throne, but I want to do it differently. I think I'll nod at her, and I'll tell her, I completely agree. I think this is the correct move. It just seems like there's something not right, like something... Bigger hasn't happened yet. I feel the same way. 
coming to these quote-unquote peace talks, I assumed these lesser houses would be more respectful. But it seems that the Westerosi haven't changed at all. I cannot get my hands dirty, brother. But, and I know I asked too much of you, if there's any plan you have to get us in better favor, I would certainly accept it. Not, nah, nothing much. <laughs> uh, um, I think I think I know what he has to do, but I'm not exactly sure Regal wants to go down there. I know what I have to do, but I'm not sure I'm strong enough. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, Kylo Ren. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, I think Regal's going to get slaughtered if he goes down there. But it seems oh, like I'm 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 not asking you to join the tournament at the oh, very thank end God. Of the tournament. <laughs> I, I also think that isn't allowed at all. Um, I'm like just asking episode. while the finale of the tournament is going on, if you want to go and like manipulate some of the higher houses or start forging alliances oh, okay. while I sit here and look pretty. Yeah, see, Gina, you know, part of it is that you got to communicate and, you know, and just make sure that we're keeping that line of communication open because, like, these cryptic messages, listen, I'm just doing the best I can. I just work here, really. And so I'll go do that. Do you have any idea who I should go to first? Well, I mean, it seems that Ruth Elias has already dipped his hands in a lot of the major houses. Lady Corbray has already severed enough ties between them that we shouldn't muck around with them. But maybe some of the other lesser houses vying for the same position we are. Even should we not be chosen to be one of the great houses of Westeros, I mean, alliances wouldn't hurt. As she's looking over at the stands where the Forester household is. And that's, is that uh, Rathelius's uh, house? No. Okay, uh, who specifically, whose house is that specifically? House Forrester is the crippled house leader and the hot wife, and then their child is currently fighting in the battle in the Coliseum right this second. Alright, then I, I will move over to there. You head over to House Forrester's section of the stands where they're currently cheering on. We cut back to the battle where we see that Will Forrester has gotten a little bit of an upper hand upon Brianna Tarth, when we watch as Brianna Tarth is able to reach down to the Coliseum floor and picks up a sizable rock, to which she smashes the visor straight off of Will Forrester, revealing that she's a woman! <gasps> Will? Oh my god. There's a, there's a terrible gasp from the Forrester stands. Uh, you get closer as, um, since they're so engrossed in the match, most of the guards just kind of, like, let you wander through the stands uh, until you're closer to Roger and Elena. I'm going to sit down next to him, and I... Quite a shock, that was. I... <clears throat> I... Taught her well. Well, my brother taught her most of the fighting, but I taught my brother, so that's what really matters. What are your stakes in this tournament, my lord? The kingdom we reside at, Iron Grove, 
It lies very close to northern boundaries. With whatever's going on in the north currently, we've lost supply routes, we've lost men we've sent up to Winterfell. We clearly just need to work closer with our southern brethren. No word has really gotten out from Winterfell what's exactly going on up there. Do you fear that there may be more danger up north? That's exactly why I'm here, my boy. What do you fear exactly? I want you to manipulate an NPC, Hadley. And you're going to roll plus grace for me. Got a seven. So with a seven, so I get to tell you what Roderick wants from you in order to get the information you're seeking from him. Perfect. And if you do it, they'll tell you everything. All right. So We aren't afraid of that, per se, now. We're all just looking for alliances and ties, aren't we? Roderick is going to extend his hand for a handshake. And if you, you take this handshake, you've kind of aligned yourself with House Forrester. What exactly is it that you want from us? Just that if, if something should happen here or wherever, we have friends we can count on. Okay. Is there any way I could read a person? Yeah, of course. There's observe a person. So you'll roll plus sense. Plus sense. He's got two cents. I'll put in my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 12. All right. Uh, with a 12, you can ask three of these questions. The first one is, is the character telling the truth? Uh, what's the character really feeling? What does the character intend to do? What does the character wish you'd do? And how you could get the character to blank. Is the character telling the truth? Yeah. He just wants to form alliances. How's the character feeling right now? They're wary. Um, you've you've been able to tell during the few weeks of these peace talks that uh, there's not a lot of interaction with House Forrester. Right. So he's just nice. It's just nice someone's talking to him right now, you know? All right. Then uh, can I hold my third question? Yeah, and you'll get a plus one for a hold later. Fuck yeah. Okay, I'm going to hold one. Uh, and All then right. uh, I am going to shake his hand. As you... Shake his hand, he weakly smiles, you watch as the scar that's pressed against the left side of his mouth uh, barely allows it to open. And even Elena, who's just been kind of nicely watching the battle and not interfering in her husband affairs, turns her shoulder. You watch as her hair quaffs perfectly across her her shoulder. Uh, The same blonde hair that Will has, she smiles at you. We're afraid that something is up at Winterfell, but when is something not ever up at Winterfell? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chuckle with him, kind of humor him a little bit. You don't even know where Winterfell is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we cut back to the battle, which has just finished, as Bran of Tarth has just put down Will Forrester. It's a well-fought match, but she's been able to make Will Forrester secede to her. As we watch Will Forrester with a a bloodied face get offered a hand by Brina of Tarth as she helps her to her feet as the crowd cheers from a well-fought battle. Meanwhile, we're in the 
champion's locker room. As a few meisters and doctors are working on stabilizing Dwyer Harwell. Uh, and this is about the time Marla Corbray walks in. Okay, is, um, Baroth there? Yeah, Sir Baroth is also there. He's kind of, he's okay, about like ten feet away, just kind of watching it all happen. I'll go up to him. Your ladyship. Sir Harwell, I'm sorry to hear about the outcome of today's events. How is your boy faring? Oh, he's a tough boy. He should be able to pull through. Can't believe, can't believe that fucking tree of a man stuck him like that. Silas is over in the corner of the Champions Hall, also watching. <laughs> oh, he's here? Shit. <laughs> he's with his, uh, his, his uh, flower boys. Yeah, yeah, Silas is preparing for his match, which is upcoming. I rushed over as soon as I heard. I wanted you to know, and I'll lean into him. My words rang true earlier today. Your family and mine must know that we can trust each other and stay vigilant in times such as this. It's, uh, not really the time, but I do appreciate that. Of course. course. (laughs) I mean, unless any gets closer as well. Unless you can do something about the Sir of Eternal Spring over there. I'll look at Dwyer. I... My apologies. To see him in such a state, I... In truth, during the events today, my emotions did quite overtake me. The image won't leave my mind. And I'll, and I'll uh, join him in looking to Silas. Silas Oakard, boasting, stirring up the crowd, calling out for anyone who dare challenge him. And after it all, crippling your boy. It's true, the Oakards have caused quite a stir. Sir Baroth is doing that heavy, angry breathing. Yes, it's clear now. I can say with surety we must destroy Silas Oakard. Like a supervillain. <laughs> the man who claims to be a knight travels to our capital, flaunts his power, and tends to cro- prop up his family and himself. I won't sit by any longer. We must put a stop to it. What do you, uh... What do you suggest we do, then? As he looks at you with the devilish grin. As it would seem, he's the last of his brood. If we could simply take away him as a threat alone, then the matter will be settled. I'd like to see you try. (laughs) (laughs) You hear a small whisper from across the... It, like, bounce reverberates off the walls. (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, I'm trying to whisper all this. I don't want to yell this out while As they are whispering to each other, Silas is no fool. So he's going to turn to one of the flowers and say, Tell Rufelius. Yes, sir. I'll, uh, as he jumps up and prances away to Rufelius. <laughs> I'll try to gesture to uh, <laughs> Baroth that we should go outside. I would love to, but... Uh... I hate to do this so quick in our alliance, but I need to stay here with my boy. As you watch this, like, first real genuine emotion come out of Baroth? Oh. I understand. Can I 
entrust you to set the necessary plans in motion. Of, of course. So I will. What would you have me do? I've heard uh, traipsing of words that uh, Sir Oakheart's opponent has some, some past with him. I don't know if you can do anything with that, but um, might come in handy. I'll see to it. Okay, so I leave. What, who do I know who his opponent is? Uh, Marlo would not. Okay, is there anyone else here, um, like, managing the, the tournament or anything? Yeah, there's a guy who's, like, been looking over the books and organizing it all. He's, like, standing over the, the scrawl of it. There's all the doctors and grandmeisters attending to Dwyer at the moment. I'll send um, Scylla to talk to him and ask what are the next, what are the remaining bouts in the tournament? Oh, um, yeah, of course, I'll do that as she runs over. And you watch her as she flirts with the the younger man keeping track of the tournament as she runs back. Yeah, it says he's a Tarly boy. We, we cut to Ruthelius. Where's Ruthelius? Ruthelius is still in the crowds watching the games. All of his crowd members are now, uh, his, 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 his consort are drunk as hell. Uh, <laughs> everybody's just partying. Um, they've, get, they've seemingly doubled in size. Uh, and, and maybe the frivolity has just spread. Um, as Ruthelius is sitting there, um, one of the flowers comes up and uh, hands him a uh, ornate bottle of wine. And Ruthelius thanks him and walks over to uh, Admir Tully. Uh, you walk down the stands and head to the little dragon pit where the five great houses are sitting, to which a King's Landing guard is going to stop you before entering. Oops, sorry, I can't let everyone in. Oh, I'm most certain that Lord Tully would uh, enjoy my presence. Uh, of course, let me just check the list. Um, no, I'm still not going to let you in. <laughs> <laughs> Rebellious would like to shut this person down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How so. fucking dare you? <laughs> All right. For shut a person down, roll plus will. Seven? Uh, that's, not, that's not too good. Okay. With a seven, you can either give a condition to one another, or you guys can lose a string against one another. What uh, would giving a condition mean in this case? So you could either be, like, shaken or rattled from this event. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> shaken yeah, around. around this, <laughs> I'm trying to think of which other ones would apply. Shake around and roll. <laughs> oh, okay. If you take advantage of the condition, you get a plus one to your roll. Uh, well, I guess <laughs> I guess then Rafelius can be uh, shaken by this. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very he's, rare he's, that Ruthelius has ever been harassed by someone of lower yes. standing. And intelligence. So he's just really mad. He's gonna walk away and stare daggers into this lowly guard. Yeah, that's what I thought. Walk white. And at this point, the uh, the other flower from that uh, Silas sent over comes up. I am so sorry, Lord Sand. Um... If you will, I have, uh, I have word Rufelius from Silas. knocks him to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the flower flies. Um, 
due to his diminutive stature. Um, as a, a large bit of the crowd uh, turns their eye to you, Ruthelius. Ruthelius chuckles and says, my, my mistake, and, and it helps him back up. Uh, the crowd just kind of nods, very confused, as um, the next battle is about to start. Oh, Ruthelius is going to whisper to the flowers. He says, you speak when spoken to. I, 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 I'm sorry, Lord Sand. Why are you here? Sir Okart, he, um, um, as this flower cannot gain his composure. Uh, well, <laughs> can I manipulate him in order to <laughs> tell me the, tell me what he needs to tell me? <laughs> yeah, of course, roll to manipulate an NPC. Okay. Seven. Wow, the exact same role. <laughs> this this flower will uh, give you the information if you console him. Yeah, Ravellius will come down and go, shh, and he, <laughs> he brushes his face. <laughs> and says, now tell me, why Silas sent you over? What is so important? Lady Corbray and um, Sir Baroth were we're talking in the champion's chamber, and I'm, I'm afraid they might do something to Sir Oakhart. How were they? How did they look when they were talking? Was it a calm uh, discussion? It was all whispers. All whispers. And how is our Lord Baron? He should be fine. As the flower looks to the field uh, to see Silas. He's not next. He's, like, on deck, so he's off to the sides of the arena, so he's, like, checking his weapons, checking his armor, uh, getting ready for the battle. Run along with you. As he prances off back to wherever Silas uh, is. Raphaelius will join his crowd and say, and offer the wine that he was going to offer Tully to the, his crowd. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd cheers in excitement. It's very rare. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to... Just outside of the Dragon's Den Arena, where we see Galvinstone. Uh, what's Galvinstone do- doing at this moment? So I have the letters, and I have the list of who's fighting. I'm trying to surmise exactly who... So he's trying to surmise who is going to attempt to team up, and also if any of them are with Bravos or trying to literally, like, kill, you know, Regal and Jaina. Or Ragnar. Alright, I'm gonna have you consult lore. Yeah, roll plus will. Um, generally, Dennis, is there... Um, who is, like, the most in control of King's Landing at the moment? Yeah, so it's gonna be, like, a general split between the five houses. Like, Bran's consortium still exists, even though Tyrion has passed. So there's still the... There's a new Master of Ships... Master of so it's arms. Like the, it's the division of between multiple people. Yeah, the, everyone's just trying to figure out what to do now with Westeros as a whole. Now that Bran is incapacitated and Tyrion has passed. Just making sure I wasn't like missing somebody who was like <laughs> yeah, clearly <no>. in charge. <laughs> no, just the five of them. Okay, I rolled a twelve. All right. As Galvin is putting his notes together using a large red string on a cork board. To connect things. He realizes that most of the houses don't really have ties to Bravos. Um, 
So I guess the interesting thing you would learn from this is that Galvin, with the possession of the notes, is the most in power with them. So whether wherever Galvin's morality lies, like he has power with these instructions from the Bank of Bravos, knowing that Bravos isn't fully behind the Sunswelter household. Okay. But I would also like you to hold steady for me. Okay, that's plus focus. Okay. Okay, I rolled an 11. So with a 10 plus, you keep your cool, and you get to ask me a question about the situation. So what made me hold steady? I mean, that's not my question, but I just mean, you know, what caused this? You felt the hairs stand up on the back of your neck? Yeah, do I, uh, oh, do I sense any threats? You finally catch on to, since there's an abundant amount of people, uh, you can sense that there are a lot of people out around in this courtyard in front of the Dragon Den Stadium that would probably be in there watching the matches if they could. I mean, this is the most exciting thing happening in King's Landing (laughs) right now. Yet there are multiple people (laughs) out here, um, seemingly, you know, looking inconspicuous. Okay, I'd like to go around the corner mm-hmm. and sort of find a more um, secluded spot so we're not, like, out in the open, and then just kind of wait for them to come around following me, I guess. Yeah, I would say, like, the best position is to head through, like, the main archway towards the Coliseum, uh, so that entrance hallway itself, to which, um, after about a minute, at least five men have now entered this archway behind you. I'd like to ambush. Okay. <laughs> Roll plus edge. All right. Hey there, this is Nick from Control Group. Thank you so much for listening to our incredibly professional and concise productions. While you're listening, we'd appreciate it if you took the time to give us a review, and I'd personally become your new best friend if you shared our podcast with your friends and family. You can follow all of our releases on social media at Control Group Pod. Oh, shoot. I think it's back on. Let's get back to listening. So, my skill is that I can roll plus focus instead of what I ambush. Perfect. Okay. So I got a plus two. I got a seven. Okay. But uh, I use that plus two. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a seven, you can choose one of these. They can get the hell out of your way. They can barricade themselves in. They can give you something they think you want. They can back off cam- calmly, hands where they can see. And they can tell you what you want to know or what you want to hear. Okay, I'll ask them. See how to do, let me see how to phrase this. Who do you work for? <laughs> <laughs> Took <you> that long. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's obvious. I don't. I don't know that I would ask why they're falling. I mean, that's obvious, but I just want to know who they are. Two of the men look at the three other men, and the three other men look at the two other men. It's like that Spider-Man meme. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there's no real consensus for it. Uh, they're shocked that you like immediately turned around and accused them who they're working for. But I think only, yeah, only the the Sands will speak up, and it's just like, oh, um, we're sorry, we're sorry, we were uh, just told to keep an eye around the stadium by uh, by us Dornish people. I'm hiring new people. Okay, I, w- I want to kill them. Whoa! <laughs> so you draw your sword. All five men also draw their swords. 
Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. As they they surround you, uh, this hallway is large enough uh, for a battle to take place. They surround you, so you've got a, a circle of five men around you, Galvin. Can I study a charge situation? <laughs> yep. All right, it's plus uh, sense. God damn it! I got a four. Hey, uh, Mark, experience. Hey, can uh, uh, can Rogvir pop out? Yeah, of Ooh. course. <gasps> I I was thinking Rogvir was down there anyway. So like, because yeah, I was thinking, I was I'm like, to, yeah. Oh fuck yeah! All right, he's gonna pop out. <laughs> he's gonna be screaming, ah! <laughs> and he's gonna get his fucking. Uh, he's gonna get situation. his big old fucking axe out. His hand axe. It's like his face is like changing so fast that like nobody knows what the fuck this guy looks like. <laughs> so as I see him appear, I think there's some recognition one second of like, oh, my friend has returned. But then I'm like, wait, maybe not, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm going to say all of the, uh, the men who have circled around Galvin are very confused. So they'll mark that condition from that way of Hadley. Uh, okay. You should have to roll ambush too. Okay. <laughs> Shit, let me get Rogers. What what what's what's ambush? Plus edge. Plus edge. I think he's got. Oh, he's got plus two edge. Yeah. He's an edgy motherfucker. <laughs> Thirteen. Oh damn. <laughs> so the the men who circled around Galvin back up into two sets of lines. So in front of Galvin are the three Dornish men and then there's Galvin, then there's a line of two other men. Uh, two other knights you can see. And then Ragavir on the very end. So Galvin's sandwiched in between the attackers, but Ragavir has staggered them a bit. As they're all kind of warily just pointing weapons and waiting for whoever makes the first move. Wait, so how many are there? Six? Five in total. Five in total. So you said they gained a condition of being confused. I want yeah. to um, jump forward to the closest one and stab them in the back, basically, and utilize that condition. Alright, uh, roll to take by force, and then add an extra plus one. Alright, then it's a plus flat. <laughs> I got an 11. Okay, with an 11, you get to choose three of these. Uh, you can take a definite hold of the situation, you can suffer little harm, you can inflict terrible harm, or you can impress dismay or scatter your enemy. I will just inflict terrible harm. Okay. And try You're a monster. I'll try and kill him. <laughs> Alright. Which weapon do you have, Galvin? My Bravosi sword. Okay, how much harm does that do? Two harm, yeah. Alright, two harm. So you're gonna do three harm to this guy. As Galvin lunges out... After the men are scared by Rogvir, you lunge a quick shot uh, that pierces straight through the chest of one of the men. Uh, one of oh the, God! <laughs> one of the uh, Dornish men, as he holds no! his chest and as he's trying not to bleed out, he's swinging back at you. Uh, you still have two, two of those you can still choose. I want to, no, take definite hold of the situation and suffer a little harm. So. The Dornish man you stab staggers back, 
holding his chest and swinging back as his two brethren kind of brace him so he doesn't fall backwards, which groups them up for you and keeps them far enough away that they're not able to attack you at the moment, so you suffer no harm. And meanwhile, Rogvir, you're in front of two two knights. I guess I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna attempt to to uh, oh shit, there's two of them. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, uh well, there's only one thing I can do, which is um, I'm going to take my hand axe and try to hit one of them. Okay. And roll to take my force. That's edge, right? Mm-hmm. Got a 13. Damn, what is happening? <laughs> 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 so the, the same thing for you, Rockbeer. You can uh, choose three of these. You can take definite hold of the situation. You can suffer a little harm. You can inflict terrible harm. Or you can impress dismay or scan. I'm going to take control over the situation first. Take definite okay, control so, over the situation. <laughs> how how are you, how is Rogvir doing that? You know, screaming and running at the a hand axe. Oh fuck, man! <laughs> uh, Taking control over the situation. He is. Yeah, he didn't really paralyzed in fear. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna like change my face to the face of like loved ones that they know. <laughs> and like just scare the shit out of them. I love that. I just don't know how Rogvir would know oh. the face of these oh, yeah. unnamed knights, loved ones. I don't know, man. He's a, he's a mystic. He can, like, see into their... He can see into the he, future. He changes to their faces. <laughs> oh, yeah! Okay, that, that's, a, that's an even better idea. Yeah, they do... Okay. They... Whoa. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> you run at them with their faces on as you've taken hold of the situation. Which are the other two you choose? I'm going to inflict terrible harm on one, and then small harm on the other. You guys are bloodthirsty. <laughs> so, Rockbeard wildly swings his axe as a giant crescent moon shape swipe barely grazes one of the first unnamed knights, uh, but then takes a nice slash out of the second knight as the un- the one that suffered little harm. He's going to come back uh, whipping out his sword. He's going to begin slashing at Rogvir as Rogvir's able to block a couple shots thanks to his axe. Um, but his axe just isn't large enough as one of the soldiers is able to get a nice little nick on Rogvir's shoulder as Rogvir is going to take two harm. Two harm? Fuck, dude. Yep. He's already got a harm. Oh, no. Oh, shit, dude. He's got three harm. It's only three more and he's probably dead. What was the first harm? Um, it was from like two sessions ago. Yeah, I don't think that carries over. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. That was probably the, the night before. Yeah, it was the night before. Yeah, because it was it was when I uh, when Oakheart fucking crushed my skull. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think you have to keep that. He like, I don't know, man. Yeah, when you get your skull crushed... I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue with uh, taking away a harm. But like thinking the, <laughs> the logic here, you get your skull crushed by a man as large as Oakheart. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna keep it. It might get interesting. Yeah, <laughs> Rogbert has a headache. Definitely. That's why he's having so many visions. He got his fucking skull crushed. <laughs> as the two other Dornish men let go of their bleeding friend. Uh, they come to a head, and they're both attacking 
Galvin. Galvin, I'd like you to defy some danger for me. Plus four. Okay. I got a ten. With the ten plus, you're able to defy danger. As these two men come towards you, it's almost as if their fighting is choreographed around each other. Unfortunately, it's choreographed yeah, yeah, yeah. around a trio. So there are openings that Galvin is able to find in between swipes. Uh, they they cross their swords together and slash, but it seems like a third blade might have gotten you. But unfortunately, he's having some trouble right now attending to the wound through his chest. Okay, so when I'm like ducking or in like a weird position, I want to stab the closest one with my sword. All right, so you go to stab him. Uh, and you're able to get a nice clean cut across his chest uh, as he also backs up a little as you're kind of forced into this 1v1 you're realizing that you're like a foot behind the unnamed knights that Rodvir is fighting at the moment now so you feel like if you get backed up anymore you'll be forced into them are they is their back to me yeah their back is to you because they're dealing with Rodvir at the moment okay that I want to give a look to Rogvier and stab the closest one near me in the back. <laughs> Unhonorable. <laughs> I would like you... So yeah, uh, take by force for me. That's gonna be plus edge. Unless Ooh. it's a condition... <laughs> Unless it's like a condition... No, they, what happened? I don't think I a plus one. No! Okay, I got a... Th- I rolled a two. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> With that two, uh, you attempt to backstab one of these unnamed knights. But right at the, the three headed vipers of the sun. <laughs> no, the three headed su- vipers of the sun isle are fine. The unnamed knights, okay, good. Um, kind of senses you getting closer to him. So one of them turns around, uh, and he's able to grab you. He's got you in like a full Nelson. Um, so now it's you held oh. by one of the unnamed knights, two of the injured vipers, and one uninjured vipers on you. Uh, well, Rogvir, you've just got uh, one very harmed unnamed knight in front of you. As you watch as Galvin is is bear hugged by one of the unnamed knights. Um. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my gavotte out and I'm gonna attempt to choke this guy. Like <laughs> it's like a train <laughs> <laughs> choke train <laughs> choo choo. The choke train has no brake. <laughs> roll to take by force. That's plus edge. Well, this is where both of us die, Marcus. I got to I know. Right. Anybody walking by? <laughs> All aboard the choke train as <laughs> Ranvir, uh dodges a sword swing from the very harmed unnamed knight. Like a mad As he collapses to the ground, Ragvir gets behind the unnamed knight holding on to Galvin, takes out his karat, and begins choking him, uh, giving just enough advantage for Galvin to slip out. Uh, of his embrace <laughs> as <laughs> as as Galvin is slipping out the unharmed viper slashes but thanks to Rodvir's quick thinking Galvin is able to escape the slash so the viper slashes the unnamed knight instead wow <laughs> as uh both both the unnamed knights are now down uh which just leaves the three vipers two of them very hurt can I study a charge situation? Okay, uh, that's plus sense. Okay, I roll with a plus one. Wrong viewers, Rickety Cricket from Sunny. Just put that in the recording. <laughs> you can't kill Rickety Cricket, no matter how hard you try it. 
damn it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I failed again. I got a six on my, <laughs> my experience. Yeah, it's a little hectic. You still got, it's still a 3v2 at the moment, even though one of them's very injured. Another one's okay injured, and the other one's just fine, really. Yeah, so it's hard to really get a sense of everything. I got a level. <laughs> nice. Okay, I want to attack uh, the last viper. <laughs> All right. I'll roll to take by force. I don't know why I thought I was such a good fighter. Like, I don't even have any edge. She's <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad as a water dancer, I would assume. You're also a diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, get into a nice swinging match against the Viper, your blades clinging midair, causing sparks and adding a little bit of light to this tunnel. But as you match swords... You can hear some rustling coming in from the entrance side of the tunnel, uh, where you see about seven King's Landing guards begin rushing down after hearing all this hullabaloo. Oh. Oh. God damn it. Uh Uh-oh. I think is gonna get the fuck out. He, like, he was trying to help, but, like, this is too much for him now. Uh, I guess I'll flee too. I'll say Galvin flees towards the stands while Rogvir, you're able to kind of hide away in a little nook and cranny in this large hallway to which no one will find you. I'll give you that for right now. Uh, As the the King's Landing Guards approach and they apprehend the Sand Snakes or the the Vipers. They apprehend the Vipers. Copyright. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they apprehend the vipers and bring them away as a couple of the guards are checking on the unnamed knights. They peel away some of their disguise to reveal House Aaron's symbol. As we see Robin Aaron approach and look down at the knights. I I told you. Can I still see this? I would say you're 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 gone by now. Uh Rogvir's the only one currently. Okay, there. okay, got it. Uh, as Robin Aaron gotcha. says, I told you, I, tr- I tried to warn you, we could have stopped the senseless violence, we could have stopped House Corbray. As the scene is being cleared up, uh, Rogvir, I'd like you to hold steady for me. I'm imagining Rogvir is like in a drain, <laughs> like a septic drain. He's <laughs> <laughs> covered like in a... shit. <laughs> oh, Definitely. He's like he's definitely like tiny enough to be able to fit in a little <laughs> a little tube. Uh, what's what's um plus focus? Hold steady. <laughs> hold, brothers, hold. Oh, I got a six. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, Rogvir, you're you're having trouble breathing from the fight and quickly escaping. And at one point, we watch as one of the guards looks at the storm drain you're hiding in. And he can't really see anything, but he, he's focused on it. But then Robin Air is kind of making a a scene further on in the tunnel um, as they're able to drag away the bodies. You watch as some of the blood from the battle begins dripping into the storm drain that you're currently hiding in. And in the river of blood you begin getting a vision. I'd like you to roll plus will for me. Oh shit, I got a four. <laughs> There's something bad that happens to me if I if I get a four. Alright, Mark experience. Oh, I foresee my own death. Oh god. 
and gain gain the condition doomed. Oh god. Rockveer, as this stream of blood comes in, you watch as you see the blood begins entwining into this strong band. A rope, if you will. Oh no. And you watch as one of the strands of the rope breaks loose. And as it breaks loose, it comes around the other band and ties it into a knot. As you watch the the blood under the knot stops flowing as there's a little part in this waterfall of blood. And you can feel that you are the strand being knotted off. And then someone you have a close bond with is doing the knotting. Oh no. And that's where we'll end this session for today. Just a face that cast aside Who I used to be Plastic empty side